You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting and DJ Attack. That's uh, it'll be us too tonight, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's it's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad to be with you guys uh, this uh, evening that we recorded or whatever you listen to the podcast. Even myself kind of came down with a little bit of a quick uh, cold here. So hopefully it's, uh, it'll be on its way out. But um I think I'll be able to get through this. Nevertheless, if you're watching us live, do us a favor, throw your comments in the box, and then we would try to uh, get them on the screen or even mention it during the uh, podcast here so we can respond to that. YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Twitch. Um, that's where you can comment on. So we appreciate you hanging out with us. So we're just going to talk a little bit about a wrestling, uh, uh, wrestling this past week. We're not going to do our normal format that we do. I know that you get so used to our certain segments, but being that it's just Steve and I, we're just going to kind of just kind of go a little bit back and forth here. Um, Halloween Havoc just happened this uh, this past weekend. Uh, once again, NXT put on a uh, a great program. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to tell you, it was very difficult to figure out what would be match of the night for me, Sin City. But if I had to, if I was forced to choose, it would definitely be probably the North American Championship match. And one of the reasons why is I think they really told a good story with Wesley. Um, Wesley, man, listen, I've been following this guy since he was with the Rascals, and um, I've always just been a fan of his. I've always been a fan with Trey Miguel. Um, and uh, when I finally saw that, you know, two of the Rascals was going to be called up to NXT, I was uh, I was excited about this, you know, and Trey decided to pass and I get it. He had some things he wanted to take care of and he wanted to be close to home. So I can't can't be upset with that at all. But these other guys came in and it, it was a struggle, man. They came in as tag team. Uh, they became tag team champions. And then the, uh, it was like the universe began to kind of turn on them in some way. And, you know, <laughs> and then the craziness went on with um, uh West's partner, I forget his name. My apologies. Zach Wentz, yeah. Um, yeah, Zach, yeah. And uh, that went on, and it just seemed like West really was truly going down this hill, and it had nothing to do with his talents. His talents were still there. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was, it was interesting. So WWE kind of played off of this whole thing, and it's just been leading up for him to have this sort of moment and i thought it was very well now i'm gonna be honest with you when i saw wagner toss his ass across an announcer's table that was I'm a whole like, spot though right yeah you're right. <laughs> i'm like well the whole idea west is gone so you know uh but man i mean he got back up and ran up that ladder definitely a highlight match for me man what, what about you what was your take out uh for a, a, 
I take up from you from this match. Or yeah. So the the thing that I'll mention is I I haven't really talked about NXT on this show in quite some time. Um, not to peel back the curtain too much, but I just haven't been watching the show. Yeah. Um, and uh, it it it's one of those things where I wanted to watch this particular show because, mm-hmm. to be honest, I wanted to go in blind necessarily to the storylines. That way, I. You know, characters like uh, Nathan Frazier. Um, right. I hadn't seen him before. Oro Mensa. I hadn't seen him before. Right. Um, so it, it it was one of those things where, you know, this was a really good introduction to those guys. Yeah. And quite frankly, this match, you know, not to not to beat a dead horse, this match and also the main event. Um, the the great thing about this show is that it was bookended by two really, really, really solid matches. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I think that that's something that comes down to, you know, smart placement of matches on the show, um, yeah. the overall booking strategy, not just of each individual match, but the way that everything kind of flows together. Right. Um, so yeah, for me, um, the main event was, was absolutely solid. Um, okay. as it should be, as it should be, um, exactly. you know, the main event is your marquee match and, you know, you had Braun breaker who, you know, it, at first it was one of those things where, you know, there was a little bit of nepotism at play with Braun sure. and kind of unsure of his talents, you know, skyrocketing him to the top, but right. realistically they made the right call. And going back and, you know, taking some time away from the NXT product, seeing what Braun has done, how he's gotten better in the ring um, is number one. That's astounding. That's absolutely freakish ability from Braun Breaker. Um, And he is getting the absolute best training anywhere on the planet at the WWE PC right now. And it it definitely shows Um, he has done nothing but get better. Dragonov. I was a big fan of his in NXT UK um, mm-hmm. and, and he slotted in extremely well in the main event scene here. Also JD McDonough. Um, I know that you've been, you've been banging the drum on that guy for a long time. And yeah. yes, uh, I, I, I was very, very happy to see uh, that he, he is in the main event scene where he belongs. And yeah. I, I was a fan of his work as Jordan Devlin. Um, and since he's, been rebranded and you know gone through a, a different uh persona yeah they they've got they've got a really really strong core at the top of the card for nxt and obviously now it gets interesting for when do you bring those guys up yeah absolutely um and that was a great match as well i i love the idea as the ref counting from three Yes. Uh, JD was able to, <laughs> to to stop that hand going down on the ref. That was I never I don't know if I've seen that before. I was trying to remember have I ever saw someone like planting themselves in the hand going down so it doesn't hit the mat. <laughs> that <laughs> like, was crazy. The also the um the Frankensteiner to the powerbomb spot. Yeah, uh, right. In in the you know that was just flawlessly done by those guys. Great stuff. Yeah, and 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 the last thing I'll even mention, I mean, I thought the Emlands uh match was was wasn't bad either. I thought that they did everything and I and it really I think what it really sort of picked up is um uh oh god um shit all right I forgot his name man not um Julius Julius yes <laughs> this is what I, see when you get sick man you you get 
Hey, man, it is what it is, bro. (laughs) I got you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, But when Julius, when he he was uh, tossed over into the ambulance, and um, I I was like, wow, I guess this is about to be over. But eventually when he, uh, after getting his finger smashed three times, like, my God, when he got out of there, it was like a whole different uh, different match, man. He just came out and... uh, and put it down. So I thought that was, I thought that was also a good match as well. So they they did their thing, man, and uh, on that show. So definitely, I have nothing much, too much more to say about that, unless you want to add something else to it. Uh, yeah. So the the thing that I'll mention too is you know just very strong character development up and down the card. Um, I was I was very yeah. pleasantly surprised to see you know what they did with Roxanne Perez. Um, yep. Obviously that that match kind of started off a little bit slow. Uh, you could tell that there was some uneasiness with the weapon spots, but as, as they settled in and got into the flow of things, mm-hmm. things really did pick up. And um, it, it's great to see Roxanne Perez get another marquee win. Um, because yeah. it, I mean, with, with her, that, and then her showing up on SmackDown and yeah, she's got a future, bro. She's got a future. I remember seeing her, Seeing her um, in ROH, yep. I think that's when I saw her, and I was, and uh, when I saw her, I was like, wow, dude, she really is like a star, you yeah. know. I was even surprised that she hadn't gotten picked up yet by uh, WWE when I when I saw her. So I'm not shocked by you know, you know where she's headed. She's gonna be awesome, and when she moves up to that uh, that main roster, I, and and I and I do think that when when um uh Bron, um right yeah um moves over into the main uh you know move up to the to the to main shows my guess is we are probably going to see carmelo maybe take that spot i could be wrong but I think he might be the next guy that would end up being the NXT um, champion because yeah. he's definitely got that look written all over him as well. Without question, man. I mean, he uh, he he's a star. He is an absolute star. Uh, even when he won the the tournament back in the day, the you know he was a virtual unknown, quite frankly. And then he wins this tournament, makes a name for himself, and ever since his trajectory has just been going crazy high. Yeah. So, I, I could definitely see him getting into that main main event scene. Uh, the only the the main question I have though is when you bring Braun Breaker up, do you change his name? Do you pull the trigger on on the name change? Because you got Braun you got Braun Breaker and you have Braun Strowman. Right. Are you going to have two Brauns? Which is why I was starting to get confused. I was like, wait, Braun, right? Yeah, I didn't want to say yeah. LeBron. Exactly, it's <laughs> easy to have happen, bro. Yeah, well, they may. You never know. Um, to move over into Raw and SmackDown, I'll just try to combine them. Uh, in terms of Raw, man, I mean, Raw was was it was a good show as normal. They're doing things. I'm liking the you know the, I guess you could call it the build. Although I, I guess it should be ending now between Riddle and Rollins, but they did have their um, United States Championship match. So, I mean, that was good. Really, the one thing I want to call out on the show, though, that just can't be ignored is 
the return of JBL. And not just the return of JBL, he brings out Baron Corbin. And the question I'm asking is, wait, is, is JBL going to be the manager for Baron Corbin? That's, I, that's, that's the way it looks. That's the way it looks. It's interesting, right? And I think it'll definitely be a good look to him. Not that Baron, I never, listen, I, I know people talk shit about Baron. You might have, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what, what Michael's take is on, on Baron. Um, but I've always thought of him as, as really being a, a great worker. Um, since he came out, you know, in the, the old, uh, I guess, motorcycle theme uh, music. Uh, I've always just liked it. And that end of days to me is probably one of the top five moves to me, greatest moves. Oh, yeah. That, you know, when you see that done, it's like, yeah, he's out. Um, not everyone could do that. and He does it perfected. So I don't necessarily think he needs a mouthpiece. At the same time, JBL, though, uh, I think would be a perfect uh, uh, addition for him if this is where this is headed. So... Um, so that was my take on that because uh, hearing JBL at the commentary table uh, was 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 just it was just gold. Uh, he was just talking shit to, to Kevin Patrick. I'm trying to figure out if I like Kevin now uh, as uh, on commentary. Um, I kind of miss uh, I miss Saxton just because I, I like the bickering between first off Saxton and Corey. I just think it's really and Saxton, Saxton will respond to Corey. Yeah. Kevin doesn't he doesn't respond to any talk, uh, shit they talk to him. He just kind of ignores it and continues. And maybe that's the idea they're trying to go with. But I think it's a familiarity thing. I think that he's he's so focused on calling the matches that, yeah. you know, he's he, I don't think he's has that that tool at his disposal yet in his toolbox, if you will. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, it's just a matter of time. Um, him settling in, getting used sure. to things, getting comfortable. And then I think that we're going to start to see more personality come out from Kevin Patrick. Uh, a couple of things JBL said I thought was hilarious. He said uh, he said that hiring you is like losing five good men. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, he says, um, uh, you're, he's like, you're, he told him uh, it's, it's, what do you say? Uh, you're like a dime out here with a dollar. It's he, you know, and and he and he didn't let him know that he's the dime, <laughs> Kevin. Of course, uh, yeah. So just a lot of good little uh, throw-ins he did, but that that was it for with me for Raw, and of course for SmackDown, man. I'm curious as to uh, your thoughts on that. Of course, I thought it was a good match between Sheamus and Solo. <laughs> I think what they're doing with that though. <laughs> they really building up Solo uh, to be. Yeah, the guy, right? You could kind of see them heading that way. Without a doubt, man. And so they are doing it right with Solo Sokoa. Yeah. Um, instantly, the guy has stepped in and made an immediate impact on everything. You got, you got to think about it. How did he first make his main roster debut? In the main event spot at um, a premium live event. That's right. Like it... it it's crazy that they're giving him this kind of a platform. And yeah. when I say that, I don't mean any slight on, on Sefa by any stretch of the imagination. He right. is a, he's an amazing talent, but I'm not used to this with WWE. 
I'm not used to them hot shotting somebody. And then three weeks later, they're still continuing to push him. Usually I'm used to seeing somebody get, you know, a a good appearance. And then two to three weeks later, they're not the shiny new toy. And so now they just go away for a little bit. Um, It's awesome truly to see Uh, and, and being somebody that, you know, it's so much here in Vegas, Vegas, exactly. That's the main thing. I remember just, you know, going to a couple of uh, um, signings that he was at out here and just talking to him about him being where he's at right now. This was always the goal, you know, and at some point it looks kind of, kind of bleak because you're, you're looking like man i mean you know putting in this hard work it looks like nothing's happening but i, I think everyone was just continuing to tell him man just stay at it because oh, yeah. it's only a matter of time uh before you you would get there and he's um dude he's just being a beast in there so what what a win what a win over yeah. sheamus who right? is going to be a wwe hall of famer um right so that that's got to tell you something right there, but it, it, yeah, SmackDown was very very solid. Um, the uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is it definitely looks like as if we're getting a a little bit of a twist on Liv Morgan's gimmick. So yeah. they're they're giving her more of an edge. Um, she's you know beating people up with weapons. Obviously, she's right. out to prove that she's hardcore or extreme or whatever. Um, it's pretty awesome. Um, I'm, I'm really happy to see that they are actually doing something with her other than the childhood dream of winning a right. championship. Exactly. You know, that's that I get that idea of a, of an angle or not an angle, but, uh, of a storyline, but yeah, it, it ran its course and now they're actually giving her something to run with. So yeah. I'm very interested to see how far she runs with this. I agree. I agree. And I and I definitely like this more of 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 a live than what yeah. I've seen in the past. So, yeah. Good shout out on that. Hey, one thing I forgot to mention also on Raw, um they gave Dominic a win over AJ Styles. And let me tell you, I know that could be a little iffy because and and even it was funny cuz even Corey as your hero commentary was already as much as he's pumping up Dominic, you know, he pretty much was saying, you know, AJ's been in his business forever. He's more likely going to, you know, take this. And then, of course, Dominic gets to win and Corey's in big shock. And but I I I thought that this actually was a good move because AJ Styles is not going to lose anything from this. No, um, not at all. You know, yeah. And if anything, it's going to help build up Dominic. Uh, I never thought I would have seen it. If someone would have said that, that I would see that. I'd be like, I don't know about that. So, yeah, man, that actually happened, you know, and it was a clean three, uh, you know. So, I mean, of course, some interference, but still. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I, yeah, I wanted to shout that out, too. So, yeah, the, the major uh, work that they're doing with him. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all I have for Raw or SmackDown. I, I, I did like seeing Logan Paul get his ass kicked a little bit, though. <laughs> You that know, was fun. as much as I want to watch Crown Jewel and I'm not going to, I I I would love to just hear about the ass beating he's going to take uh, from from Roman because it's yeah yeah it's going to be you you know they're going to let him get some good offense in though sure sure yeah so. but it ain't gonna go nowhere no 
<laughs> not at all. Um, just quickly on uh, Impact Wrestling, and by the way, Impact was in Vegas uh, this past weekend. I got a chance to attend uh, one of the shows. They did uh, two tapings. I went to Friday's night taping. It was great, a nice uh, crowd that came out and everything. So it was just good to see, um, you know, wrestling uh, just still becoming the the thing out here out here in vegas so and um you know i won't go over any of the the matches or anything but it was just good to see uh everybody uh there and see people who you watch regularly which i watch on a weekly basis uh right now the storyline really that's going on uh this past weekend they had the uh impact world title match that was uh matt taven and mike bennett they were the, the title holders going against rhino and heath and um and yeah, Rhino and Heath beat Matt and Mike, which I guess once you find found out that they weren't going to resign, then that that's a giveaway. I wish sometimes you can kind of plan that a little differently. Once they showed up on the other show, <laughs> right? But uh, but yeah, so we got Rhino and Heath. Uh, that was this past week's show, and uh, and they're, and Bully Ray, he's uh, they're running a whole little gimmick uh, with him. He. Um, He's got that um he's got that what is it call your shot uh trophy that he won and excuse me for a minute man all right um trying to battle this code um so all types of weird things has been happening with uh, people for, you know either Ace Austin or Chris Bay or you know mostly um mostly the their crew and he's getting the blame for it and Bully's getting the blame because we know about this guy's past on everything he's done, but he's claiming he's turned a new leaf, you know, and we've yet to see anything that he's done yet. So we're going to see how this all plays out in the end. Uh, but that's kind of right now, this whole storyline. Oh, and, oh, and, and Kazarian, who was the um, uh, X Division champion, of course, he went with option C. Option C meaning he gave up his X Division title so he could go up against Josh Alexander, man, for mm. the Impact World title. So, mm. I mean, are they ready to get the belt off for Josh or no. Kazarian? <laughs> I know, right? No, <laughs> no, it's it. No, it's it's a way for think about it. Um, it, it it's AEW giving an AEW guy to Impact and yeah. allowing them and allowing their world champion to get a win over an AEW roster member, right? Sure. Yeah, Which makes right. makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Well, speaking of AEW, man, tell me, uh, running out of time here, uh, what, what yeah. highlights you want to mention from my, both shows? Oh, for sure. So uh, the something that I have to start with, I'm not even going to bury the lead. Okay. If you, if you watch nothing else from AEW Dynamite this past week, go and watch the William Regal MJF promo. <laughs> that promo was phenomenal yeah. um and quite possibly one of the better babyface promos that i've seen in recent memory mm -hmm. cut by mjf yeah hmm. of all right yeah <laughs> so what do you do do you go ahead and pull the trigger and complete the babyface turn but ultimately if they're gonna embrace this they can't have him come out and like you know, hugging audience members and stuff like that. He has to be the same asshole that he has been, but at the same time, 
take it down just a notch, not enough to where it's extremely noticeable, but yeah. enough just to, you know, give the people what they want. Sure. Um, and I think that's genuinely what we're going to get at full gear is I think we're going to get MJF successfully de defeating John Moxley. Unless everything's been patched up with Mr. Philip Brooks. Mm. And in which case, do you bring punk back as a heel and have him cost MJF the championship? Hmm. We'll see. Right. Um, very interesting. But yeah, that, that promo was absolutely just solid. Um, yeah. Elsewhere, there was the uh, there was the ROH World Title match, uh, Chris Jericho versus Dalton Castle, and uh, when I say the the participants in the match, you kind of get an idea in your head of what the match is going to be, and it yeah. was every bit of that. It was it was Chris Jericho, Dalton Castle going out and entertaining people and right. giving Dalton Castle the platform that, quite frankly, he deserves. Uh, sure. He's a great talent and. He should be seen on national TV. Um, yeah. Also, the Moxley and Hangman match was great um, up until the King Kong Lariat. And Adam Page was doing a flip out bump. He didn't rotate all the way, landed on his neck. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Paul Turner, uh, Doc Samson. They were uh, they were right there on the spot, and it was a bit of a wet fart kind of an ending to the match. Yeah. Um, but wrestler safety is of the utmost importance. Sure. So Paul Turner calls for the end of the match, referee stoppage, um, and obviously, if you go back and you see the the replay, yeah, it didn't look good. Thankfully, and this is even fucked up to say, thankfully. He only got a concussion. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, from the outpouring from everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people in the business, um, you could tell that this was something that did not look good. And although it was a concussion, we hangman dodged a bullet for sure. Sure. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, oh yeah, the the ass the uh, the fucking uh, the daddy ass crew, if you will, the acclaimed. Okay. Uh, they can scissor again. They can scissor again. So <laughs> they uh, they they already they paid off the whole storyline with Smart Mark Sterling. It yeah. what the hell? Like, but yeah. nonetheless, you know, keep on making that merch money. And uh, the acclaimed, virtually one of the most overacts in all of AEW. It's crazy. Absolutely. And you know what? I I'm not afraid to say. I'm sure if we can go back and into the archive, they were they were one of the ones that I picked mm -hmm. from the beginning. Going, I really do like. And and one of the thing is the fact that hey, uh, was is it Max Caster? That's his yeah. name. Um. First off, to have the ability to, you know, come out every week and, and create a different rhyme to keep people. People's waiting to hear that. Yeah. People's ready to hear. That's alone to get you hyped. And then when you can back that up with having a great match, it's just it's easy to for success for you to go forward from there. So TK's TK's 
done done but done right by them um yeah i mean obviously that was a team that he put together these guys were not a team before aew so tony khan put them together and it's worked out amazingly well so both of those guys are phenomenal in everything that they do and they have amazing futures ahead of them as well sure awesome all right folks um that is our wrestling talk for tonight told you we're going to kind of keep it a little short uh, we hope to have the guys back next week. I hope to be back in um, 100%, and, um, and we'll go from there. But I want to thank you for listening, no matter if it was live or you downloaded the uh, podcast. Definitely appreciate it. Now, we do have three count coming up next. So when we end this show, three count will start up. We got three good topics. Uh, they were on the scroll below. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the CM Punk AEW uh contract buyout that was uh, mentioned this past week uh new japan president uh takami obari he comments on carl anderson hey where are you going to show up at man you got a contract with us that should be pretty uh interesting there and uh ray wyatt i guess he is uh criticized uh for not being able to get heat what is that about huh all right well if you want to know more definitely either download the following podcast uh, for Tuesday's download or listen to us live. All right. Until then, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Uh, peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.